Welcome back to another HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Turkin, alongside my partner, Joe Serrera. Joe, big week ahead of us. The two undefeated teams in our region going up against two other undefeated teams in the state this week. Yeah, and those two undefeated teams in uh, the news and record circulation area both happen to be co-number ones in this week's poll. We had a flat-footed tie. Uh, same number of uh, voters, mostly coaches, picked Grimsley number one at 5-0 and and Reedsville number one at 5-0. and And I have to say that uh, I flipped my vote at number one from Grimsley to Reedsville this week after being at Community Stadium last week and seeing what kind of firepower that Reedsville team had. I think Reedsville, maybe not quite as strong defensively as the Rams have been in the last few years, but boy, that offense with Kyle Pinnock throwing to uh, an array of great wide receivers, lying along, running the ball effectively, I mean, that, that is a very, very scary offensive proposition if you're the opponent. They're going to be playing an East Surrey team this week that's 5-0. and Admittedly, a 1A team, Reedsville's 2A, but East Surrey has had a great tradition of success in football. Uh, state finalist last year losing to Tarboro in 1AA. And they've got a quarterback who is a huge physical specimen, uh, Jefferson. And uh, last name is Boaz. I'm not sure if it's pronounced Boaz. Boaz, I should know, but I don't. Uh, he's a tight end commit at Wake Forest, but he's a quarterback in high school. He creates some problems running the ball. He's got a big arm. It's going to be a good test for Reedsville, but I still like the Rams. Joe, uh, my pick was for the Whirlies. I kept them at number one. Uh, they're going to go to Nightdale this week. Uh, a Nightdale team yet undefeated. However, uh, some question their strength of schedule. I think you had told me at one point Max Preps ranked their strength of schedule as second worst in 4A. So uh, Grimsley still has to go on the road. Not an easy thing to do in high school. Uh, I'll be interested to see how the Whirlies handle the long road trip. Uh, I've been told that there's a good chance that they'll be stopping at UNC for a walkthrough on the way to break up their trip. Yeah, that would be a nice thing to do over there. I'm sure the Tar Heels would like to see some of those Grimsley players in person who are uh, recruitable athletes, even if they couldn't talk to them, uh, to uh, see them on the field, on the hoof, as they say. But, uh, yeah, this is a big game for Grimsley, as you say, because it's a road game. Uh, Nightdale, uh, Max Preps does strength of schedule numerically. Some of the, the schools in-state that have played a brutal schedule schedule. Page, for example, here in town, Mallard Creek in Charlotte. Their strength of schedule rating in the Max Preps formula, those type of schedules are in like the high 30s. Nightdale is minus 17 something was the last I looked. So uh, they haven't exactly played a brutal schedule, but hey, they're averaging 287 yards on the ground. So that's a team that Grimsley is going to have to contain rushing the ball. I'm confident that Green, uh, Grimsley has the guys who can do that. Travis Shaw in the middle of that defensive line is going to cause problems for any offensive line. And you've got two really good linebackers. We touch on them in our players to watch this week. Sincere Burnett and Quentin Williamson, a pair of juniors for Grimsley. Uh, Sincere Burnett's a guy with 10 tackles for losses, three fumble recoveries, two sacks, two interceptions, and a forced fumble in uh, five games. And Quentin Williamson with 36 tackles, six for losses, and a fumble recovery. Those are the guys who are going to have to step up to slow that Nightdale running game down. I think if they do that, I think we'll have Grimsley coming out at 6-0 and headed toward a huge game October 4th at Jamison Stadium with East Forsyth. Joe, let's take a look at uh, at Northeast Guilford. 3-1 on the year. Uh, it, it just... 
it seems like Northeast just finds a way to get things done. Well, it's it's uh, an Earl Bates coach team doing what Earl Bates coach teams do. They play strong, fundamental football. They seem to get better as the season goes on. And despite us knowing the kind of coaching job he does, they still seem to fly under the radar. I, I plead guilty to not uh, uh, giving Northeast Guilford enough credit before this season. They go to Eastern Alamance, a team that's unbeaten, has a very good quarterback in Austin Brown. Bryant, a guy who can make things happen with his feet or his arm. And this is a team that Northeast Guilford beat last year, 29-15, in, in a huge upset at the time. That one was in Clainsville. This one is in Mebane. I think Eastern Alamance is definitely going to have that in mind, remembering that game last year. Northeast has to keep the score low in this game. If they get into a shootout with Eastern Alamance, one team is going to be standing at the end, and it's not going to be Northeast. But if they can keep that score down, it was 29-15 in favor of the Rams last year. They got a shot to pull the upset again, and boy, wouldn't that shake up the mid state 3a conference in week one uh, and it would certainly shake up our poll here for at least a few weeks uh joe uh, one of the other games you want to talk about is page welcoming in highland springs uh, uh talk about another undefeated ball club yeah team from up in the, the richmond area uh 4-0 they start a week later up in virginia uh not just an undefeated ball club a team that hasn't lost since the 2017 season two-time Virginia Group 5A state champion defending. Uh, Max Preps has them rated the high, the Springers of Highland Springs with the dog as the mascot, the Springers. Uh, has them rated as the number one team in the state of Virginia regardless of classification. When you look at the Highland Springs stats, nothing jumps out at you. They don't, they don't dominate you on the ground. They don't dominate you in the air. Their defensive stats don't jump out at you. But they just have tremendous athletes at every position, a lot of recruitable FBS kids, and they just do everything pretty well. They're coached by Lauren Johnson, a former Virginia Tech defensive back who learned from Frank Beamer and Bud Foster when he was at uh, Virginia Tech. So the coaching pedigree is there, and the Springers have just been really tough, and they're catching page in what... Obviously, it's a down year for the Pirates. One and four overall. Some of that is a product of a brutal schedule that does include this uh, Highland Springs game. Uh, Page is coming off of a, a big loss to East Forsyth. Next week, they got to play West Forsyth, another a team that goes into this week unbeaten. Tough schedule, but... Uh, you know, an intriguing matchup just for the fact that you don't see teams crossing that state line very often. We know West Forsyth went over to uh, Chesapeake to play another powerhouse team, Oscar Smith. Uh, can't remember if it was last year or the year before. Same Oscar Smith team that gave Highland Springs its toughest test so far this season. So that part of it is intriguing. Uh, Page needs to get through this game healthy and, and with some confidence. Give, give Highland Springs a run into the second half, make it interesting. It could be a springboard in a way for Page, but boy, it's a tough schedule. It certainly is. And Joe, uh, you mentioned the fact that Highland Springs hasn't lost since 2017. This will be the second week in a row that Page has to play uh, a team that hasn't lost since 2017. Of course, they lost to East Forsyth last week. Yeah, and, you know, again, we've talked at, uh, at great length about that Page Pirates schedule. It's a killer. Seven non-conference games because they're in a five-team league, the Metro 4A. And, boy, they, they've, they have certainly not ducked anybody. It's been brutal. Uh, the main thing they need to do is just stay sound, don't lose confidence. Don't lose heart. Get into the Metro 4A. Finish second or first in the Metro 4A. And they're still in the playoffs. And 
some of the teams that they're going to play, they would play early in the playoffs. They're not going to be as tough as the teams they've played during this regular season. They just can't get discouraged and try to stay healthy at this point. That's a key. Joe, uh, your story this week is going to take a deeper look at what it takes to bring a team down to North Carolina. Am I correct? Correct, yeah. Uh, I'm talking to uh, Highland Springs AD. They call it Director of Student Activities in uh, the uh, Henrico. Uh, again, I'm not sure the pronunciation, the Vir- Richmond area school district. Uh, they call it Director of Student Activities, Rick Lilly. He's going to tell me a little bit about how that all shook out, what they get out of it. Hoping also to talk to the Highland Springs uh, Athletics Director, I'm sorry, Principal. Uh, Dr. Ken White, and also to talk to Matt Harder from Page High School, the AD there, about what the Pirates are going to be looking at when they make the return trip up there next year, how that's all going to shake out logistically, what the expenses are involved, and, you know, why you play these games. Obviously, it's a great football matchup, but, you know, you're crossing a state line, you're adding some expense. What do the kids get out of it? You know, what's the expectation for these games? Should be very interesting conversation with uh, Rick Lilly from Highland Springs and with Matt Harder, the Page AD. So, and also worth noting on this game, Highland Springs coming down, making the trip, 7 p.m. kickoff. We have four of our teams, Grimsley, Page, uh, High Point Christian, and Smith, which goes to Raleigh-Wakefield, all playing at 7 o'clock this week instead of uh, 7.30. So 7 o'clock kickoffs are possible, despite what some people who are reluctant to move those up from 7.30 to 7 in this area tell us. It can be done. It would be nice to see a few more of those. It would definitely help with getting some stuff into uh, the paper. I can guarantee you that. But in any event, uh, we still have a job to do regardless of what time the games kick off. Joe, you'll be down in Nightdale for the Grimsley Nightdale matchup. Yep, I'll uh, be there. From, uh, from a few other ball games, make sure you're followed along on hsextra.com uh, this weekend and throughout the season as uh, we go ahead and bring you some of the most in-depth coverage of high school football from around the region. For my partner, Joe Serrera. I'm Spencer Turkin saying so long till next week right here on the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast.